0: And Welcome back to the Michigan Business Be brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman in our studios in downtown Lansing. Oh my goodness, every time I step in here, it seems like foreign territory. We hardly ever get down here anymore, but COVID is going away and uh, and so is that problem. As a matter of fact, right now, We're going to run down to Highland, which is just east of Milford, unless I miss my guests there, and uh, spend a little time with Chuck Hammond. Chuck is the president and CEO of Hammond Associates. And Chuck, very timely to have you on because uh, we are going to talk about nonprofits. And uh, before we get there, let's talk about Chuck Hammond and, and what you guys actually do.
1: Well, we're a nonprofit consulting firm. We specialize in fundraising. We also do strategic planning and work with boards of directors, et cetera. But we're all about, we're all experienced. My team and myself all spent a lot of years on the other side of the table working for nonprofits. And I really think we understand their challenges and their struggles and their uniqueness and their need for more resources. As they say in the nonprofit world, no money, no mission." (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is absolutely the As tr- a matter of fact, they say that in a lot of sectors of life. <laughs> Chuck, tell me a, a little bit about as, as you go through this, the problems that, that nonprofits run into it. And I, let me posture that by saying it's really important that the for-profit community realize what an important part of our commerce nonprofits are.
1: Yeah, the nonprofit world, I, I, you know, it's a several billion dollar industry nationally here. So it is a significant part of the U.S. economy. But a lot of our work centers in Detroit, we're a Michigan-based company, but we do a lot of our work, uh, say, in a 90-minute radius of the city of Detroit. And when you look at Detroit's resurgence as a city pre-COVID, the nonprofit sector had a profound influence on that. I mean, Dan Gilbert did for sure, but you can go up and down the spine of the city, Woodward and Avenue, Woodward Avenue, and you can see evidence of the fact that charitable contributions and philanthropy have had on moving the city forward. I don't think the city would be where it is today without the nonprofit.
0: Well, you know, you throw into that the fact that they employ, um, that, you know, they're part of the commerce with moving cash through, uh, through the system, et cetera, et cetera. So they're, they're really someone that we have to, uh, to pay attention to. I have noticed in that sector that lately the, the benevolence aspect of getting people to be philanthropic and support nonprofits has given way a little bit to the, what's the ROI? So when I give how does that help me and us cumulatively
1: well you know you you raise a good point chris because donors need to be smart thoughtful and selective in their choices there are tools out there like charity navigator that can give you access to financials on nonprofits and they rate them so you can do your homework and you know Find nonprofits that spend a reasonable amount of their money that they raise on administrative costs. What's reasonable? You know, it's anywhere from I'd say 5% to 25%. But beyond that, above that, you, know, you there's some red flags. When you make a gift, you want to know it's going to support the mission of that organization. And it's going to help people. It's going to transform lives and it's going to save lives. And that's what nonprofits do so well.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. They have to say, you know, we are investing and this is going to, even if it's just the water in the harbor raising all boats, there, there's got to be some argument for that. In, in your series of working and consulting with nonprofits, what, what do you run into most? What are the stumbling blocks they have?
1: Well, a common stumbling block is an organization, a nonprofit, who's had some success raising money through special events. So they do a big annual dinner or a big annual gala, and they generate several hundred thousand dollars and they net, you know, $200,000 off of that event. It's a big source of their annual revenue. But the real successful nonprofits have moved beyond events. Events are great fundraisers and friend raisers. But the real money is in having a major gifts program like a Michigan State University has for instance, where You sit down with an alum or a prospect and you of some, you know, with deep pockets and you solicit a significant seven figure and up gift. A lot of nonprofits are not good at that yet. They tend to focus more on the events and think that events are fundraising when there's so much more to fundraising than just events.
0: Well, you're absolutely right. And again, you know, when you talk about the stumbling blocks they have, they all seem to kind of focus around money at the end of the day, like you said, no money, no mission. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah and,
1: you, and you want a diverse portfolio, you know, if you, some successful human service agencies have government contracts as part of the mix. And they also have philanthropy as part of the mix. Some organizations, as I mentioned, have events, others have membership programs. To the degree that you can diversify your sources of revenue, you're going to be a more secure, sustainable nonprofit organization. And sustainability is a huge, another huge issue for many nonprofits.
0: Boy, you're absolutely right. Chuck Hammond, President and CEO of Hammond Associates in Highland, Michigan. Thanks for joining us, and thank you for those uh, sage
1: words of advice. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Chris. I want to thank all of our guests today, and of course, all of you for being here on the Michigan Business Beat. And as always, from all of us here at the Michigan Business Network, I'm Chris Holman, wishing you a very prosperous day.